I once was a captain, you know. Oh, the stories I could tell. So many of them true. We Welcome back to Disney Marvels for the week of May 1st, 2022. This is episode 174. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Hey, it is May 4th. The day this episode comes out, May the 4th be with you. Celebrate like our co-host Matt Leonard does, because it is very special to him as well. The force is particularly strong with him on this day. Please send out your warmest congratulations to him and celebrate as well as the Jedi do. Hold your lightsabers high and proud and celebrate the wonders that is Star Wars. Not just today on May 4th, but all month long with all the wonderful things that are going on in Star Wars. We have a few things planned this month to celebrate the love of Star Wars. And on that note, we'll be back after a word from our friends and sponsors. Hello there, Disney Marvel's podcast friends. This is Anthony King, host of the new podcast, Force Ghost Conversations. Each week, this show will be your home for cozy, deep dive discussions into all things Star Wars. We will break down the latest news, announcements, movies, TV shows, comics, books, and everything else in a galaxy far, far away. We can be found on every major podcast listening site, and you can also join the conversation with us via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Force Ghost Conversations. We look forward to having you join us around the campfire then for some Force Ghost Conversations, and may the Force be with you. And now, on with the show. Star Wars is an ever-expanding universe these days, which, as Star Wars fans, we should be thankful for and and glad that we're getting this kind of uh, continued storylines into the world and beyond what we have known. For a while, we had just the animated series, and there was always the question, are the animated series part of the movie series or not? Are they two separate things? It wasn't until season two of The Mandalorian when we were graciously given Ahsoka and some of her Mandalorian friends into the series. They started to combine and you got the Darksaber and you had a whole bunch of other things. So now we're starting to get more and more of that. And the question that was posed to me by none other than the Leonards themselves, because I'll make them collective in this, that what characters would we like to see in live action? What anime characters do we want to see make the grand crossover in a proper sense and not just a quick background cameo like the ghost? So to, of course, discuss this because collectively they 
brought this idea to me. We have Emily Leonard, because ladies first, and she's been on the show more recently. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the Vader of them all. Matt Leonard. Klaatu Parada Nikto. Vader means father in German. Oh, does it? Yes. No. Yes. Out there. Dark father. Uh oh. And we're already freezing up. You keep freezing. Are you there? I'm there. Okay. Good. My band must be minimal. All right. Or mine. Mine is probably miserable. You were all just miserable. I think we're all a little miserable today. Uh, it's it's early morning. Is that a late night bender last night? Mm. Bender Partying re- with Nerf guns. Oh. <laughs> uh. So. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Star Wars <laughs> characters. I, I, this was a great idea. And I, whoever wants to take credit for on that end, go right ahead. Hey. It was mine. Yeah, it was I mine. It's my birthday. Um. So no. So yeah, we're gonna do top three animated characters we want to see in the live action Star Wars. Yep. We and we've allowed ourselves. We're we're there are what are we looking at, guys? But five characters that they've announced that we are gonna see: Sabine, uh, the Grand Inquisitor. The fifth brother, Ezra, and Thrawn, and of course Ahsoka's got a series coming up, so six, really. Um, obviously, none of those are going to be on our list because they've been announced. We know we're going to get them. We're going to so hopefully, if we've got time, we're going to circle back to that list later on. We are, however, going to allow for characters who, uh, how do I want to say this? They're they're characters who have been in live action, but their story hasn't been told in live action. Yeah. They so just that, run by in the background. Or a Singh, Barasafi, Chopper. We've all seen them. We know that they're there. Um, but their their story really hasn't been told in live action. Oh, we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have another one. I didn't know let that me, was Let me just make a quick preface it, though. We don't yep. know about the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, that, that has pretty much... I think that actually, I was reading something the other day. Uh, expect, uh, oh, this is the other thing. Star, Star Wars Celebration is coming up at the end of the month. Yes. Expect announcements really there. But no, Lars Lars Mickelson has all but essentially been confirmed to be replies, reprising the role and actually playing. Okay. I, I don't think an official announcement has been made yet, but I got a feeling that by the end of the month. Well, no. I, well, no. I got a feeling yeah, that by the end of the month. The, no. What we've seen in the trailer has all been the fifth brother. Where people right. assumed it was a Grand Inquisitor, but it's actually the Fifth Brother not wearing his hat. Oh wait, I'm sorry, you said the the, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I'll allow for that. That there is some sort of no. The wait, was this, let's start this conversation again. The Grand Inquisitor has not been. The Grand Inquisitor has been. You said Grand Inquisitor, right? Or Thrawn? Grand Inquisitor. What were we saying? Grand Inquisitor. I, why was I talking about Thrawn? I don't know. Okay, obviously I'm not listening today. I apologize. <laughs> No, I think I think that has also been confirmed that Jason Friend is playing the Grand Inquisitor. Really? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, he's in I, the trailer. For Obi-Wan. no, he's not in the trailer. That's the yes, fifth he brother. Is. No, so is both of them. They're both there. I I can prove otherwise. Where is? It has been confirmed that the Grand Inquisitor will be um, 
live action in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. There you go. I searched it up. What was this? Uh, Jason, Rupert Friend is playing the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. All right. Sorry, we got off track, and we're only like five minutes in. Oh, yeah, there he is, Grand Inquisitor. So that's our... We haven't seen him. That's what it is. No, he's in the trailer. (laughs) No, that's actually the fifth brother. They're both there! They're both there. Watch the the trailer without the hat. We're recording a show, but later on, watch the trailer. I did watch the trailer. Hold on. He's there. I don't have it saved on this computer. Anyway, so those are going to be our... Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yes. The, um... This makes good radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good discussion. Yeah. But yeah, so we, we will keep those ones out. For now. And we, we might, if we've got time, we're going to circle back to that list to... Okay. Discuss some things. So, shall we? Shall we kick off? Well, actually, I got a question before we get started with our lists. I do have a question for both of you. And Matt, yes. you kind of addressed this before we started. No, no, this is, this is I'm, just to sort of get a sense of the room and sort of set the tone, just real quick. Of the animated Star Wars shows, do you guys have a, a favorite or one that you sort of lean to? Emily's glaring at me. <laughs> Which one has Ahsoka the most? Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone okay, Wars. Okay, so is I figured favorite. I figured that would be your answer, Matt. Do you have one that you kind of lean to or or favor? I so I I've picked through Clone Wars. I didn't watch all two hundred and something. And if episodes. you say and if you say uh, the Adventures of the Ewoks, I'm gonna reach through the computer and slap you. I want <laughs> you to know that. Um, I I I've been very partial to droids. <laughs> I knew he was gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna reach through the computer. I'm gonna reach through the computer and slap. <laughs> no, no. Um, I knew that was coming. The, the you set yourself up for that for mentioning Ewoks. The uh, the one that I've actually connect uh, that I've enjoyed the most of uh, the the more recent four. Uh, I've I've started watching Rebels, and I'm about season into that. So that's that's where I'm on that one, and I I really like what I've seen. But the one that I've really gotten mostly into is been Bad Batch. I had a feeling you were going to say that too. Yeah, yeah I know everything. Do. I don't need you guys to do this show. <laughs> no, I no, I tell I, us what I, we're going to say, oh Grand One. You're going to say Bad Batch. You were going to say Clone Wars. I kind of knew you guys were each going to say that. And I'm, no, I'm glad. Well, this is this is what I really like about this conversation. First of all, uh, before I say what I, uh, I actually just finished watching Bad Batch, and I liked it way more than I thought I would. And I love that I always I thought it was going to be a show about like, ah, you know, we're clones gone crazy, gone rogue, we do our own thing and we do whatever we want. Blah. And I, I like, well, that's going to be kind of a dull. But really, it's a show about family. And I and I like yes. that. That's what it is. At it's heart. Um, it is. Um, it is essential what Star Wars is in its base and roots. And again, it's about story about hope and about family. Yeah. And then to so then to circle back and answer answer my own question for me, I loved Rebels from the word go. Rebels absolutely, uh, I fell in love with it about ten minutes in when they're pulling the heist uh, on on Lothal and they're signaling to each other, and then Ezra jumps in and steals the crates, and it was just so much 
fun that I thought this is Star Wars to me. This is what good Star Wars is. It's just it, it's action adventure and it's a lot of fun. And that was what I got from it. And 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 the interplay between the characters where Sabine is Sabine is sort of saying, you know, she's sort of rooting for Ezra a little bit. She says, you know, little little piece of advice. Don't let the big guy catch you. Or if the big guy catches you, he'll end you. And then within two minutes of that, you have uh, he outsmarts Kanan and Zeb and Zeb turns to Kanan and goes, if I catch him, I'm going to end him. You know? <laughs> it's just that the interplay between the characters was so great. I thought this is this is Star Wars. This is what Star Wars is to me. So so I think that yeah. this this makes me really excited that there are three of us are talking and we've got someone who who tends to lean towards Clone Wars, someone who really leans towards Bad Batch and someone whose personal favorite is Rebels. I, I kind of had a feeling that's how that conversation was going to shake out. And no one brings up resistance. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to talk about resistance. I haven't ever watched it. I'll be honest. I neither have I, and uh, for whatever reason, I just didn't feel. <laughs> Emily doesn't even know it exists. Oh jeez. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that have forgot about that Hang one. On. What? <laughs> what show? What? What's resistance? <laughs> all right. So having said that, I think that's all you need to know right there. Um, yeah. That 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 sums up resistance. Maybe maybe one day. Oh. That's I, resistance. Yes, it's the very, it's oh. got a very different art form to it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe, resistance. maybe one day I'll get to it. And I've never watched it. In the fullness of time. And I sent you, the the my last message is the image of, um, the one that everyone thought was the Grand Inquisitor, confirming that it's the fifth brother. Okay, I didn't see I, none of those actually came up as images. Oh, what? No, you, but you should have the link if you tap, click on it. Okay. Well, we can we can look at those later, but we'll talk about um. Let's let's get to our lists because we we have X amount of time. We have yeah. time. Yes. So who so, wants who wants to go first? Ladies first, always. That's what Dang I was it. thinking. I was gonna go not it. No, I think I think you should go first because I think you should clear the obvious one off the table. For Absolutely. Well, there's okay. there's one that I'm convinced is on all. Th- I know it's on your list. I'm pretty c- certain it's on Matt's list. Um, Take the obvious one off the table for us, please. Take pity on us. <laughs> Watch it not be the obvious one. Take the obvious um, one. But my number one is Rex. Oh, really? Wow. I want that wasn't isn't what I was expecting you to say, but okay. You were expecting me to say my second. Yeah. Okay, well, you're you're gonna lose your second in a minute because one of us <laughs> you'll lose your second talk, in a second. Talk talk about yeah. What 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 about Rex? Um, I want I want Rex to show up in Ahsoka. In Ahsoka. Because I like how the two interact, and I don't want him to be some background character on Endor. <laughs> yeah, no, he absolutely does need to uh, to show back up. I was thinking the same thing. It's it's a great he's a great character and I I gotta confess I don't care much for him in Clone Wars he's just eh, for me you prefer old Rex I prefer old Rex I love him in Rebels I he's just he's fun he's sort of old and grumpy no nah, he's not really grumpy but he's he's I think it's sort of what I was saying the other day to you about about Wrecker on on uh, Bad Batch uh, he's the uncle yeah Kanan mm-hmm. Kanan is the father figure Rex is sort of the uncle. Yeah. And I think he's also that tie back to Anakin, back to back to Vader that that makes him kind of interesting. And I th- and I said this at one point to you guys uh, when we were talking about Boba Fett. I don't remember how this came right. up, but I said 
I have my head cannon that it's somewhere along the line. Rex sidled himself up to Luke and said, I fought with your father in the Clone Wars, and this is the man that I knew. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm fairly convinced that giving Luke that piece of information helped him go forward to to try and redeem his father. The, like the one person in the galaxy who would not see his dad as a complete jerk um, would be Rex. But yeah, you're right. I, I like the relationship yeah. between those two. I really want to see Rex in live action. <laughs> I, I, would, I and, would love to see him. And if they do it, they've, they've got him cast. I mean, they've got yeah. Jamar Morrison's already done uh, Boba Fett. And I'd like to see him... I like the idea of of Tamor Morrison or uh, really any of the actors doing the live action, having to go back and and watch and take their cues from the voice actors. Yeah. And especially Tamor Morrison, who's kind of played, he, you know, he played Django Fett and he played Boba Fett and he was, you know, gruff and this and, you know, this was it. But to have him be a bit more loose and relaxed and, and really play a different character would be really fun to watch. Yeah. So yeah, Rex was also on my list too. Yeah. See, this is why we had that. <laughs> All right, Matt, that puts you up. Oh, does that put me up? Really? That puts you next, yes. I'm on? Yes, so go ahead and guest. take the obvious one. Take the obvious one? All right. Take the obvious. Hondo. Yep, there's the obvious one. <laughs> yep. He was, I'm assuming he was on your list too, Matt? Yes, he was. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> oh, let's let's face it. We all love Jim Cummings. Uh, yeah. We all love Jim Cummings. Uh, and uh, it's just such a fun character. Hondo Onaka first appeared in Clone Wars. He's been in Rebels. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for him to show up in Bad Patch. What's that? He's been in the theme parks. Yeah, he's been in the theme parks. Yep. I'm waiting for him to show up in Bad Batch. I'm sure he'll be in season two of Bad Batch. Um, he's just a fun character and you never know what he's, is he going to do something that actually serves the good guys or is he going to do whatever is going to serve Hondo? Um, I'm also really kind of curious to see them. I don't, I, I, I'm curious as to how they're going to do him. I think Cad Bane was kind of a, an experiment. And I think one of the reasons we, we saw so little of Cad Bane and Boba Fett was because I think he was part of a grand experiment to see, can we push this? Can we take characters who are a little more, you know, it's not just someone playing a human character, but playing one of the creature characters, you know, one of the more interesting looking, odd looking characters and Very putting them in that CGI. world. Yeah, CGIing them in and and having the voice actor or doing motion capture, and they did it a little bit with Maul in uh, uh, Solo. Um, and I yeah, but and he was I, just a quick holograph at the end. It wasn't even like right, a, and it's only one or two lines of Sam Witwer matching Ray Park's performance. Yep, you know, and I think Cad Bane was also sort of an, as an extension of that, and and sort of a. It was was a, a pushing that experiment, and I I'm kind of curious to see how they do it with a, with Hondo. Would you do a motion capture? Would you do an actor in makeup and have Jim Cummings 
try to match it? Do you try to find an actor who can match what Jim Cummings did? You know, it's it's which is which of all of the characters, that's kind of the that's the hardest one to sort of match, I think, because it's yeah. so what he he does is so specific and so broad. Yeah, um, it's it, trying to find an actor who can re- replicate that is a challenge, which brings me to another question to you guys. How important is it to you guys that the voice of the character, the voice on the cartoon match the character in live action? That's, I, it's it's it, for me it depends on the character yeah i think it depends so. on the character but i'm more of a a purist i guess i'd like to see that consistency as much as possible realizing yeah. it's not a hundred percent possible and we have already lost that going the other direction in some ways you know frank oz does not do yoda in any of the animated stuff right so we, we and, already and, have right and, and well as you know like I, I and I said this I think back when we talked about Ahsoka that Matt Lanter doesn't sound anything like Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it but it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. Whereas, James Arnold uh, Taylor does the best he can with Kenobi, but he's, he's, a phenomenal, he's not. I think he does a phenomenal Kenobi. Oh, he does a he great does, job. He, like, I'm just saying he's not. Yeah, you know, um, he's portraying um, Ewan McGregor's. Right, right, right. Uh, so, you know, th- there is a slight difference, but he does a, a great job with it. And I think more people are used to hearing his voice now. Right. Yeah, we were, I, was, I was actually playing the, the, the Lego, the new Lego Star Wars, where he voices, uh, James Arnold Taylor voices Obi-Wan, young Obi-Wan. And it took me a minute to realize that, that I'm like, oh, they're using stuff from, they're using clips from the movies. Oh, no. No. That's actually James Arnold Taylor doing Obi-Wan. <laughs> It, I've been listening to his podcast recently, and he, in the latest one or last episode, one of the latest episodes, he he was talking about the recording sessions where no, they had them go back, they played the clip from the movie, but he said, okay, now change it up some. And they took about five different takes of each line to to kind of legofy it because it's got that more fun and slightly yeah, yeah, different yeah. aspect. It's also really weird. Playing the Lego game, hearing like Matt Lantern and Christine, uh, what's Catherine, Catherine Tabor and Matt Lanter and and James Arnold Taylor do the lines that were Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen and and uh, Natalie Portman originally. It's almost really bizarre to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and and actually play some of that hokey dialogue slightly better than it was originally done. <laughs> well, apparently there's things online now where people are taking the dialogue out of lego star wars and placing it into the into? movie <laughs> i'm not surprised no i want to find that anyway. I, i've been meaning to look it up that was, oh, that, was, that was the other thing we were talking about the actors preparing by watching the the animated i don't know if you guys heard this but um uh what's his name hayden christensen just said a thing where he was um he, his preparation for playing vader he went back right. and watched Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Right. Um, Matt's left us, so yeah. we've got to do the show without him. <laughs> How long can we stretch this discussion? I don't know. Okay. Hondo Onaka. Uh, yeah, Hondo. Oh, well, we were, talking about, we were talking about how important the characters are to the voice, and I think it's um, I th- I think it's more important. I, I guess was it's more important to have the character right. You know, I'm, I'm going to sort of jump. I'm going to jump to the Frank Oz thing that Frank would yeah. always say. It's not voice, it's character. Are you getting the character right? Yes. Yeah. And 
And so, that, so like, Ahsoka is a really good example. Like, obviously, you're not going to have Ashley Eckstein play the character in live action, but Rosario Dawson really nailed yeah. the character. Absolutely. Yes. And and it doesn't phase me at all going from seeing Ahsoka in at the end of Rebels or in Rebels to what Rosario Dawson did with it in Mandalorian. It's yeah. it's pretty darn close. Um, and I think that's where I was, where I became okay with it once I saw her portrayal and she she stayed true to the character that i became okay with the switch yeah i think i think sabine is going to be a challenge for me because again her voice is so she's uh she's got that sort of husky quality to her voice that sort of smoky quality to her voice yeah that and and i think the grand inquisitor is going to be another one where like well it you know again because jason isaacs did something so specific with that character uh, are you going to be able to match what Jason Isaacs did? Uh, and in terms of Hondo, that's a real challenge. Hondo is one of those characters where, yeah, the voice is absolutely important yeah. to me. Yeah, that's because it's not just it's the voice. It's the way he says it. it's the accent. It's, There's so much the personality the character that's behind that it's voice. It's a great character that Jim Cummings has crafted. Yeah. And uh, and is so I, I don't think anybody else could do that. The only person that I would maybe the only actor that i would think maybe could do that they've already used in star wars hmm. and i can't think is guillermo guillermo del toro who played oh yes in and when they announced that he was playing a, like he was gonna play like a slightly sinister character in episode eight there was kind of rumblings like maybe he was gonna be hondo because he he's probably the only actor that i could think of that could play that character, and they introduced an ex- a character who was inc- who? DJ the 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 slicer, the hacker. That they you don't remember episode eight, do you? I tried. We'll to go back to it. I did not enjoy episode eight. You didn't miss. You're not missing much. But there's yeah, he's, a, he's a character. It was almost like a reverse Quirrell. He's he's almost yeah. He's a little bit like Quirrell in in the Harry Potter movie. Except him being like this kind and gently guy he's a little more slimy and if you watch this character go back and watch episode eight you can say like this character should have been hondo (laughs) it would have it would have improved the movie vastly there's a few things that could have improved that movie there are a lot of things but i think making dj hondo would have been much more interesting and they Mm -hmm. they did that's you know okay that's fine um hondo's gonna be hard for them to get right in live action so i'm yeah he's definitely on my list all right. Yeah, only if they get it right, I want them to show. If they, they, get, it they, right, they get it right, they're going to block it, move it I along. I think Cad Bane was an experiment. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like when, when they did the first Lord of the Rings movie, you only see Gollum's eyes yeah. because they weren't sure if Gollum was going to work. <laughs> they, they didn't have the technology there. And I think that's what we got with Cad Bane. I think Cad Bane, they were experimenting to see, can we do this? Yeah. And And they succeeded. And now that they know we can do this, we're gonna, I think they're gonna. I'd like to see them push it a little bit further, and that includes Cad Bane too. I'd actually like to see them do, even if it's in something like Andor, um, you know, his his story kind of fell flat in Boba Fett. I'd I'd like to see the, they they done him dirty. Cad Cad Bane deserved better than what they than what he got. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, I, well, I don't think we've seen the last of him. I'd I'd like to see them do more with Cad Bane. Um. He's oh, yeah. my, backup, my turn now. Backup All right, list. so I'll take the other obvious one off. What What are you going for? Chopper. Oh. <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to surprise both of you and tell you that Chopper wasn't on my list. What? <laughs> Chopper's your, like, favorite? Because he, he knew. No, well, mate, no, I didn't even know, but Chopper was not on my list. For, for, we'll talk. Why, why Chopper? Chopper, we should also preface this, Chopper is my favorite Star Wars character. I love Chopper more than, and I think one of the reasons why Rebels is such a favorite for me is because I just adore Chopper. As, as much of a personality as R2 is, Chopper just has so much more personality, and he's not always trying to be the most helpful. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. he has his own agenda. Chopper, Chopper saves Chopper's skin, or whatever droids have. Yep, his tin. Metal. He saves his own hide, and uh, and maybe Hera's if it's worth it too. <laughs> if she happen, if it happens to be convenient. If it, if it benefits Chopper. Oh, he'd save Hera. He'd save Hera, and but the others he kind of yeah, really whatever. Don't care about the others. Maybe Sabine. Yeah. Probably. No, I not. love I, uh, Chopper's a great character, and I I. Yeah, he's yeah. A, that's a good that's a good pick. That's yeah, a good he, pick. Besides, like I said, he goes outside the realm of, you know, what the the droids have been portrayed in the past. They're very stick to their program. Okay, you get a little bit out of R2 where, okay, we have to go on a mission. I'm not going to tell you. And you get a little bit of the character moments. Chopper, like I said, takes it to the nth degree where, you know, with his his personality. And just the design of him as well is flawed. So, you know, it's a three-eyed droid. He only has two of the three eyes. Um, The wavy arms, you tell that the front... His um, arms don't match, or his leg struts don't match. Right, the You're front right. wheel has been replaced. It's you know he's been kind of scrapped and put together again. So he, this is a droid that's been through a lot. And now I'm gonna um, count point counterpoint. This is why I don't want to see Chopper in live action. You don't want them to ruin it. Uh. I don't want them to ruin it. Here's the thing about Chopper in animation. Uh, he's animated. He, he and I don't just mean like oh he's you know he's in an animated series I mean he's a very animated character he bounces and bobbles and throws his arms around and and he do things that I don't think you can do with a droid in live action okay. and I think if you do it in live action you're gonna lose a lot of what makes Chopper special. Mm. That's my Fair as much as I would love to see Chopper in live action. He's one, and Hera, Hera is another one for the same reason. I just, I, 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 I don't want to see them get it wrong okay. because again, Hera is so special to me. Fair play, fair play. That's why they're 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 both on my backup list. They're not actually on my list list. <sighs> yeah. They were also on my backup list. Yeah. But that's All right, why Emma, you're up next. Oh, um, so going to Clone Wars, Barris off you. Ah, I knew you were gonna go to Barris. Yeah. Go for it. Why? Um. They never really finished Barriss's story in uh, Clone Wars. They kind of just sent her off to prison. So we don't exactly know what happened when Order 66 happened. Or did she become an Inquisitor or something? Right. I'd like to see Barriss become an Inquisitor. Or just finish her story off. Yeah. I don't know the character, so. You, oh, you don't oh, know Barriss okay, Offie? So okay. I, I I might. I might, but it's not ringing a bell, so please. Background keep... story. Um, Barriss is a character from Clone Wars. She is the apprentice of Luminara Unduli. Uh, she met Ahsoka in the second battle of Geonosis, and they became close friends. However, in season four? Five. Five. In season five. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers. 
Um, Ferris betrays Ahsoka by making it look like she bombed the Jedi Temple and killed someone who was going to expose her for bombing the Jedi Temple. Um, and she nearly got away with it, but Barris got caught by Anakin and got sent off to prison, and we don't know what happened. Barris, Barris is essentially the reason that Ahsoka left the Jedi Order. Or- yeah. Okay, that's the one. All right. Because I know Ahsoka was blamed for something. Um, and I, I, like I said, I jumped around, so I missed the, yeah. the exact reasoning. Yeah. But Varys and Ahsoka used to be close friends, but... And I think it's a question that's, it's an answer that's, it's a question that's on everybody's, a lot of Star Wars fans, like, what happened to this character? Yeah. There's a lot of theories to it. And it is one of the great sort of dangling threads from, it's probably the only real dangling thread from Clone Wars. I mean, except for maybe Maul. And and even Maul's story has kind of been told. There's a yeah. giant chunk missing in the middle. Mm-hmm. But Maul's story has more or less been told. The majority of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Are that's that's up to you. Oh, man. Oh, I did. I mentioned Hondo. I mentioned you already mentioned Rex. Uh, I'm slicing through and got to get to my, my backup list soon. Uh, Omega. I want to see Omega from the Bad Batch mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. Either, if maybe not, I, 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 not necessarily in Ahsoka, maybe, but again, Andor is a good possibility. Obi-Wan is a good possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think they're doing a series around Lando. You know, there's a lot of places you could slip Omega in. Uh, I think she's just a... She'd get along well with him. <laughs> I she was could... hoping there had been, like, a, a quick mention of her in uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know she she faced against uh, Ming Na Wen's character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fennec Shang and. So Wong. there there was that common thread. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a character that I I really like. Yeah, and with Fennec and with Fennec in the in the shows, that's that's a there's your tie-in. You tie yeah. her in with Fennec. Um, because Fennec's story hasn't really been told. Yeah. Yet you're getting there. They're getting there, I we think. We got flashbacks. <laughs> yes, lots of flashbacks. Um, but, oh, she's she's just this wonderful sort of, um, I like her optimism. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know, sort of what you were saying earlier, Matt, about she's she's a character who sort of represents hope. And and she's she's a light where these other four characters, five characters are kind of, you know, dark and yeah. brooding. She's she's a light there. and uh, And I think there's a lot of, I, I think there's a lot of potential to do things with character. Of course, we don't know where she, what happens to her at the end of, we're getting, they haven't done, we haven't seen Bad Batch season two. We don't know how long Bad Batch is going to go. So who knows what they could do with her story, but she's a character that I would love to see at some point in live action. And yeah. I see, I'm wondering if, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to exclude you from, you don't know what we're talking about. This, this is, this is one of those Star Wars things that you probably don't want to know what we're talking about. Does he, are, do you find it interesting, Matt? And I haven't watched the special myself in probably oh, 30 some odd years, 35 years when it was first on television. But there was the, the TV movie with the Ewoks. Yes. They did two TV movies with the Ewoks and there's like a little curly haired kid in that. 
And every time I see every I'm watching Omega and I that's my I I kind of feel like Omega is a slight nod to that character in Ewoks. There's a very strong similarity there. You're not the only one to think that. I okay. I had cuz she's very much physically embodying that character. Yeah, yeah. Cuz she doesn't look like her voice actress. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was wondering if I, was I the only one who was getting that vibe off of the character? Yes, no, you're not the only one. I I I immediately thought like she looks a lot like the girl from the which again I haven't watched since they aired since I was and I've heard they they haven't aged particularly well. <laughs> Probably not. They are available on Disney Plus, but they I I, I haven't circled back to that that. But haunt. they did. This was one of the interesting things, and this is this is a Dave Filoni thing, of course, is that there are in one of the Ewok movies, there are I can't remember what they're called, but the the they're like little they're little two legged lizards, and they first appear in one of the Ewok movies, and then Filoni recycled them and put them into Rebel, uh, put them into Clone Wars actually, and then again into Rebels on Ryloth. Uh, Cham Syndulla and and his Freedom Riders are on these things, and then they Favreau and Filoni recycled them again and put them in in Mandalorian, and Quill is riding on one. I can't remember what the thingers are called, but they're a nod back to Ewoks. So it wouldn't surprise me at all to find that Omega is is also a nod back to, at least visually, I, is a nod. I would back not be surprised because Filoni is very much known for. Um, bringing things from like your maker yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and pulling it in because he he is so much the the consummate uh fanboy of star wars first am i back in the conversation yeah you can come in no, you, can, just, you can come back to the conversation yeah. we're done with that i'll show you i'll show you the character later who we were talking about uh matt you're up i'm up all right yeah. Well, you knocked off all mine. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm going to go with sticking with the bad bench. I'll go with crosshair. Oh, really? Ooh. That was not what I expected you to say just then. <laughs> bad batch, yes, and then you and then you you zigged when I thought you were going to zag. Really, crosshair? Yeah. That's the crosshair choice. Why? Why? I I just. I, as the show progressed, he be, particularly the last uh, handful of episodes, he became there's so much more depth to his character that we have yet to explore, and he doesn't see it as the rest of the group. He, yeah. you know, his inhibitor chip apparently was removed. They they confirmed that it was removed from him, and he still acted the way he acted. Yeah. He still saw things as far as the Empire's right. The you know the the empire is the way to go, and he's not willing to to move on from that, and he just has this lurkingness to him that just makes him a very interesting a, a character that you just kind of get drawn to. Okay. Yeah. I have kind of going back slightly to my conversation about how important is it to I guess I don't know how important is if this ties necessarily to how important is voice versus character, but sort of while we're on the subject of the bad batch, do you think they would use Tamora Morrison to play the bat, any of the bad batch characters? 
I think there's only one Bad Batch character that he would be able to play. Echo. What? Echo. Echo? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? See, I was thinking the only one that he really would still fit would be um, within his current physique, Rex. Rex isn't one of the Bad Batch, though. Not Rex. Sorry. Um, Echo? Echo? uh, I'm drawing blank on the name. The big guy. Wrecker? Wrecker. Really? See, that's the character I think he'd be least equipped to play. <laughs> well, just his general... I mean, look, if you looked at him in his armor... Right. He, you know, he is not... The rest of them are more on the slender side. You're also thinking of them all in terms of, like... Well, I mean, it depends on where, you, where you're slotting them into... Well, yeah, true. How, how old are the Bad Batch when we see... If we see them live action? You know, are you talking about Andor, where they're only maybe five or six years older versus uh something like Mandalorian or or Ahsoka so where they're where they'll be fifteen to twenty years older. True, true. <sighs> see see that was what I was thinking was an older Omega would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Omega meets older Hera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See there's another tie in yeah. for you. You could do that. So yeah, I I, I, just, I I did say when I was watching the Bad Batch and they were talking about how they were going to cloak the ship, I'm like, hey, this is the same technology for the Ghost. So later on, when Hera is like, oh, they taught me how to cloak the signature of a spaceship, I'm like, ah, uh, I should have seen that coming. Yeah, yeah I, I and I like that Italian where they they brought in the the younger Hera. Yeah, and you you could see some of the connective threads starting to be written in. She's she's a much more interesting character. I mean, it's like again, she's another one of my favorite Star Wars characters. She's up there, um, but now she's a, she's a, a much more an even more interesting character to me, having seen her in Bad Batch. Yeah, I loved young hair. Yeah. Um. So real crosshair. That's that's an interesting choice. Yeah, I, I, I just he's... I find him intriguing. I just I'd I'd love to see where they keep going with him. Which I don't think again he's the problem is Bad Batch. Yeah, we'll, we'll see season two of Bad Batch how that goes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, M, we're back to you. Oh, yes. Um, so, originally fourth, but now third on my list. <laughs> somebody decided to knock out Honda. Well, well, you told me to. <laughs> um, Asajj Ventress. All right. Well, take another one off my list. Go ahead. Ha. Um, I don't know. I just like the character. She's a fun character. She's a yes. fun character she's in that she's both character. light and dark and and bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. She's she's got a Sassy. terrific she's got a terrific sort of story arc in all of Clone Wars. She's got a great resume. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's a a good choice. Yeah, and I especially now that we're getting the inquisitorial staff in. Um, that I, you know, bringing in characters like that in would be, I think, really awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, that's nice. Asajj Ventress, the, the, she was the, she for was, people who don't know, or who was Dooku's assassin. assassin. Uh, she was Dooku's assassin. assassin? Yeah. Assassin. But did he, did he take her as a, like, took her as a child? Does, Oh, but I don't shoot. know if she was an apprentice, was she? Um, I thought she was an apprentice. She was kind of like an apprentice, but she wasn't two. supposed to be. Rule of two. I think the rule. I think the thing was that like Dooku took her as an apprentice, but he kind of wasn't supposed to, which was one of the reasons that 
Papa Palpatine was a little cheesed at Dooku. Yeah. Where's is she in this book? Yeah. So. And then and then Dooku uh, kind of kicks her out. Tries to kill her. Fails. She goes to the night sisters and like gets revived or whatever, and we get to see her backstory, which was very interesting. And then she eventually turns bounty hunter. Right. Yeah. She, with uh, she has a nice arc. Yeah. Very nice arc. Let me see here. 81, page 81 of the Star Wars book. The only Star Wars. There was. There's only been one book written on Star Wars, and Matt has it. Really? Yeah, that's it. Oh, wow. That's the only one. So then what's my Ahsoka book up? Or what's your Ahsoka book that's that I've stolen upstairs? Section. It doesn't exist. It's all the all. Star Wars book. The Star Wars book. That's it. That's the only one. And what about it. your Star Wars book? That is also all in your mind. I will go it's and physically a, grab them. It's all a grand illusion. Written by Pablo Hidalgo, sure. Joe Horton, and friend of our podcast, Dan Zare. <laughs> individual. It's for good radio. Yeah. What's uh, are we all in general Jedi Padawan and Sith assassin? So yes, she was a Jedi Padawan at some point. Hey, she, yeah. well, was she a Sith Padawan though? She was she she was a I she don't was know a Jedi Padawan. Oh shoot, I have to remember. Let's see. Ooh, what do I want to put on there? Hold on, writing down another one. Make sure that no one takes it. Okay. Uh, she was found by Dooku, I think. She was she found by Jedi Master Kain uh, Narsi. What? Jedi Master Kain uh, Narek. I don't know who that is. EC. Oh. Who's trained until his ultimate death, after which she falls under the influence of Count Dooku. Count Dooku. Right. Duh. The Lord capitalized on her life, lifetime of pain and loss, torture, and manipulation, manipulating her while training her for the dark side of the force. Excelling in intimidation and infiltration enemy territory, she becomes Dooku's assassin in the Clone Wars, ruthlessly hunting down Jedi and serving as a commander in the Separatist-Droid army. Right. There we go. So, so yes. Yes to all the above. I want to see Asajj Ventress in live action. Fair enough. Oh, absolutely. All right, sir. You're your third and oh, final. Oh, oh, man. The pain. The pain. Yeah, I know. Uh, 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 uh. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, I'm going to say the Martez sisters. I want to see the Martez oh, sisters. Yes, let's see the Martez sisters. Is that, okay. Oh, did we do? Am I on three? That's my three. Oh, oh. yes. This is your third of your three. Oh, this has been a short show. You can do that. Yeah, we're all, almost at an hour. Really? Wow. Yeah. Huh. And we've barely. Got I want to see the Martez. I want to see the Martez. I think that's fine. <laughs> we've done this so quickly. Uh, yeah, I want to see the Martez sisters who appeared in. Uh, they oh, were introduced I didn't in the think seventh. Think of them. 
They were introduced in the seventh season of uh, Clone Wars and then have reappeared again in Bad Batch. They're friends of Ahsoka Tano, so I think there's a pretty good chance we might see them again. I'd like to um, see them. I, I could see them showing back up for Ahsoka. Those would be that, was, that was a character group that people wanted to, wanted to see more of. Yeah. They grew on me. I forgot about them. Dang it. Yeah. Put them on my list. And I was, they were another, they were a very pleasant surprise when I was watching Bad Batch. They were, they were kind of like, I, I wasn't expecting them to show up again. And I actually thought when they were on Clone Wars, I thought, well, that was a weird sort of filler arc to. Yeah. Th those were sort of weird characters to sort of introduce right at the end and then make them disappear. So, it, but it pleasantly surprised me when I when they showed up again in uh, in Bad Batch. I was very pleased to see that, and then that, and they were the perfect tie in to bringing in. Uh, I'm sort of spoiling this for people who might not have seen it yet, but they they're the tie in to Rex. They sort of mm -hmm. they're sort of responsible for Rex being able to find the the Bad Batch, or they are responsible for Rex being able to find the Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um. That's one thing I was gonna say. I have to I have to give credit to to Bad Batch is all the nice little surprises of characters showing up. Yeah, there was a lot that I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting to see Kanan. I thought Kanan was a nice surprise. And oh, we're actually gonna do this story. Cool. Yeah, you get the the his his beginnings more yeah. or less. And I thought Bib Fortuna was a fun little yeah cameo. Sorry, I'm, again, I'm spoiling this for people who haven't seen Bad Batch. Go watch Bad Batch. But if you haven't watched Bad Batch, why are you listening to the three of us talking about animated characters? Well, yeah, that that there's uh, yeah, pose that question. And there's but if you're angry at us for spoiling Bad Batch, we encourage you to write into the show and spoil Resistance for us, because none of please. us have seen it. Please, indeed. <laughs> You'd actually um, be doing us a favor. <laughs> that the, there's a, a theory that the Rancor from Bad Batch is the Rancor that shows up in Boba Fett. I would not. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Possible. Not. I saw people posing posing as a possibility. Nothing confirmed either way, but he could also be the rancor that Luke kills. I mean, well, yeah. that, I think that might have been more of the inference. What? Well, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Matt? I think that's a little more of the inference. Is that you know who he goes to? Because Bib Fortuna picks it up. You see the. The uh, keeper, who looks very much like the keeper from Jedi, right. they're like, "Oh, he's oh, how unfortunate." Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a little awkward. Tragic stories. Yes. So yeah, the yeah, another good is, yeah. number three on my list. All right, so I guess we're up to my number three, huh? You're, you're number three. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. Should I go with my obvious, or should I go for something a little less obvious? That's a tough choice. Do them both. We got time. Yeah. All right. Well, initially I was going to say Grand Admiral Thrawn, but you said he's already been confirmed, so that's yeah. Admiral Thrawn's, Admiral Thrawn's off the list because he's been confirmed. Yeah. So that I, I lose it, and that's a character I've, I've been wanting to see live action for yeah. years because yeah, I yeah. remember I read you know in the books I was reading about Thrawn. So, oh, so there are other Star Wars books, not just these Star Wars. Books. No, not just these, but I'm talking oh, about the yeah. the expanded universe books that have been <laughs> disavowed at the moment. Um, but so, yeah, going way back, reading about Thrawn and just loving to, that character and wanting to see more of him. And then okay, they bring him to the animated series. All right, so we got something in the animated series. But I would always, 
it should also sort of be recognized here that Thrawn is inadvertently responsible for jump-starting Star Wars. That the the heir to the Empire, which was a book mm-hmm. in it was written in 1991 ish, yeah, 91 or so. Um, at a time when you know Star Wars, let's see, Return of the Jedi had come out in eighty three. Uh, there had been the animated shows in 85 and then there was kind of nothing. Star Wars was a thing that existed, but it, you know, and it certainly had a fan base, but it kind of, you know, run its course. And then in 91 or so, um, strange enough, May 1st, 1991. Oh, there you go. May 1st. Oh, (laughs) uh, and then in 1991 or, uh, yeah, it was 91. Uh, came this book, Heir to the Empire, and it introduced this character of Thrawn, and it was like an overnight bestseller on the New York Times. Times and, yep. and it was huge. And the res- and, and it sort of jump-started Lucasfilm publishing. They started putting out all sorts of Star Wars books, uh, culminating in the Star Wars book by Pablo Hidalgo. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, but, but the... You know, so this it, is a reference it jump-started Lucasfilm publishing and then sort of jump-started because it was really it was a series uh, that was sort of seven, eight, nine. Basically, it was mm-hmm. it was Luke, Han and Leia after Jedi and Leia's pregnant with twins and Luke is still learning the ways of the force and whatever else. And um, and it, it sort of jump-started Lucasfilm or Lucas publishing. And George went, oh, there's still an audience for this. And that was when he started looking. It was sort of a combination of that and the success of Jurassic Park and what they were able to do with the technology in Jurassic Park that George was able to go, all right, there's there's an audience for this. There's a hunger for it. Let me sit down and write one, two, and three. Officially write them. Yeah. Let, me, let me write one, two, and three, because he kind of felt like, well, they've done the stories. They've done seven, eight, nine in publishing. Let me do one, two, three in the films and that was sort of and that jump started star wars all over again it hasn't really gone away in the last 23 years so so yeah thrawn is there's definitely good reasons to celebrate thrawn and have thrawn on the list but thrawn's already we're gonna see him so what was your other one um so i am going to go with more of a collective and say the the night sisters oh really oh that was not at all what i thought you were gonna say you thought I was going to say Hunter, weren't you? No. That was the other. That was one of the other ones. I'm really shocked. So let's talk about the Night Sisters, and then I'm going to circle back and talk about why I'm going to be. Why surprised. you didn't foresee my list as you thought you did in the four? No. In oh, your four vision. But that's who you were assuming. Yeah. Oh. That's what I thought he was going to say. No. Good talk. Talk yeah. about the Night Sisters. Talk about the Night Sisters. It's um family's answer from before of, of Asajj Ventress. Yeah, I I now apologize because like I said, I don't know them so much from the animated sisters. I know they appeared in the animated sisters. I know them actually through um fault the Fallen Order game. Okay. Which okay. takes heavily a lot out of Clone Wars. I'm and through Fallen Jedi. I need to finish Fallen. Yeah, that it, it's a it, excellent game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed what I played of it. And they have a nice story arc in there. And it's um, it's an interesting world because, at least in the Fallen Order 
um, end of it, which has been pretty much confirmed as canonical. That the, um, you know, there, there is a very misunderstood arc to them, that everyone sees them as these tortured evil characters, but there is more more to them than, and like most Star Wars characters, there's more than what you initially see. Right. Um, and there's a reason that they are, and a lot of that reason, I believe, seems to be stemming from what the Sith had done to that planet. You know, especially with the the Brotherhood, um, and, and in that aspect. So yeah, I, I just um, it's it, I think it's a world that we could do more exploring on, and, and characters that we can we can look more into. And please enlighten me more about them. Now I'm starting to have a problem with Fallen Order because there is a Clone Wars episode called Massacre. Uh, actually, a pretty bloody and violent episode, uh, hence the name. Massacre. Where yep. the Night Sisters are wiped out of extinction. They're wiped out. That is covered in. Oh, okay. Oh, is that covered in Fallen Order or Fallen Jedi? So long. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So long as it's following storyline. Oh no no no! It it is, and I I I will hold off on any spoilers. Okay. Good. Okay. See, I was going to shoot them, but like, they're dead. Yeah. You can't see them in live action. They're Me dead. No more dead. Most, oh, almost all of them are dead. Yeah. Is dead, too. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there are other ways to, there are other ways to do that. I mean, yeah. you don't know at what point she dies. You could well, put her this, yeah. At what point are they dead? One, honestly, you could put her into Obi-Wan pretty well. Oh, yes. Yes, please. You could slip her into Obi-Wan, and, and that would actually be a lot of fun. That you would, if that. I want to see, if I want to see a side, we, I, my approach to this list has been Ahsoka, but I keep forgetting that like things like Obi Wan and Andor or or Lando are a possibility. Andor is a character in Rogue One. You haven't seen Rogue One yet. Yeah. But oh, Asajj Ventress in in Obi Wan would be a lot of fun. They have great chemistry. That would be a lot of fun. That's another tough one though, where like, is it more important to have the voice or the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because her voice is another one that's like so yeah. specific. specific. Like a Vader voice. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get Vader's voice right, then it's it's not Vader. Um, where I think, or 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 like three PO, like I, I nobody other than Anthony Daniels to to sort of send this the other direction. You know, Anthony Daniels always voices three PO because nobody so, else could voice that no. character. It's, it's so, so specific distinct. to what he does. You're not going to get a sound alike. Um. So yeah, I think you know portraying the the personality first, and then getting that voice as close as possible. I would yeah. I would put it in that order, right? Because again, that personality needs to carry it, just like Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to embody the character, and then you think, try and get I the think voice. The more sort of animated and and larger the character, not not, not physically larger, but just sort of like the personality the character is yeah. the broader yes. the personality, the more important the voice suddenly becomes, yeah. and you know. Um, uh, uh, Hondo is I, like the pinnacle of that for me. Uh, but if but Ventress is another one, Zeb on uh, yeah. Rebels is another one for me. Although you know who you know who could play Zeb and would do it really well. Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman would be a great Zeb. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. And and, yeah. and and perfect because actually, um, um, Hugh Jackman of course is known for playing Wolverine. Wolverine. That's his Wolverine. 
claimed. See, that's not and, how I know Hugh Jackman. Well, yeah, I know. Steve uh, Steve Bloom has also voiced Wolverine, has also made a career for himself voicing Wolverine and, and sort of There's that connection. Being, being fake Hugh Jackman. So the idea of Hugh Jackman suddenly turning around and being Zeb would be... <laughs> Payback. Yeah, well, not payback, but yeah. it would be... I, I could see him do that character and do it really well. Absolutely, but and if I you, think most people if you don't realize... Steve Bloom, but really, Zeb should be Steve Bloom. How tall oh. Hugh Jackman actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think that, that would be... I would love to see that. I'd love to see Hugh Jackman in Star Wars. I think it's a matter of time. Yeah. I think it's a matter of time. Heck, they got Christopher Lloyd is going to be in Mandalorian. This is true. <laughs> I'm excited. Great Scott. I have a teacher that's going to um who's going to a convention soon that's going to uh that has the Back to the Future cast and he was between like which character do I go, spent drop the money for to get the the picture and autograph? Christopher Lloyd. And he's like, it, it was Christopher Lloyd and um uh one of the female actresses and He's like, I, I have to do Christopher Lloyd because it's Christopher Lloyd. I'm like, yo, you have to do Christopher Lloyd. Yes, because it is Christopher Lloyd. Because he's, you know, a, he's, he's a legend. Just, he's, he's a, a legend, legend, and unfortunately, he is getting up there in age. Yeah. yeah. So do he's it now. A legend. Christopher Lloyd is another one of those actors I've never seen Christopher Lloyd in something I haven't liked him in. He's so good. Yeah, he's he is absolutely fantastic. He and he brings so much to my favorite Martian. <laughs> okay, well, my favorite Martian will give you that. Uh, but otherwise, yes, he he carries so much. Um, he brings so much to his craft. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other one I was I was actually going to say was was Hunter going back to with the the Bad Batch because again he's that very much that father figure and he's learning to be a father. Yeah. yeah. And that was part of the one of the arcs in in Bad Batch that I enjoyed. Because in even uh, starting for the second episode, really, yeah. where you know the characters are telling, you know, it's like, oh well, it's okay. You know, he's getting all mad whenever the um, Omega and the other, the other kid run off and and um, kind of almost get in trouble, and Hunter's getting all upset, and then the other character goes, no, it's okay. You guys are all right. You've learned your lesson. It's all right. You're okay now. And you just see his growth and development of the relationship between him and Omega. Right. And how to become a father. And, and, and you know, the two of us being fathers, it's something, it's not like we get a manual. It's not like, you know, we had to take a course <laughs> on this. We learn on, on the fly. Sometimes, you're, and even, even the best of us, even the best fathers, sometimes you're going to knock your kid's head against a <laughs> chandelier. It's just going to happen. Not just one of us, I but might have, <laughs> Might have done it twice. Maybe forget that they're in their car seat in the car and you walk away for a moment. Yes, these things happen. I locked Emily in the car once. <laughs> you did what? You thought it was great. It was an accident. You were fine. Dad? You were fine. You're still here. I didn't leave you alone in the car. I accidentally locked you in the car. <laughs> We're talking AAA came, they got you out. It wasn't a hot day, thankfully. Actually, it was because it was a rainy day. It was how you got why you got locked in the car. It was an accident. It's an accident. Tell the story later. We better tell the story later. 
But you won't remember it because you knocked your head against the chandelier. So. And whose fault is that? That was my fault. That one I'll, I'll own up to. You'll, you'll own up to that one. Getting back to Star Wars, before I get into any more trouble. <laughs> why isn't Sid on your list? Yeah. What's up? I thought for sure, as soon as I pitched this to you, I knew, I went, oh, well, Sid's going to be on Matt's list. Sid's nope. not on your list? Sid's not on my list. You know who what? I did write on here, though? In that, But unfortunately, she has never appeared in anything other than books. Mara Jade. Ma- so oh, she- yeah, for uh, Han Solo's, Han Solo's uh, wife. No, Luke's wife. No, Luke's wife. Sorry. I don't pay attention, enough attention. Yeah, Mara Jade. See, Hand I had, of I the also- Empire. And turned uh, girlfriend and inevitably wife and mother to Luke and his kids. I got two others that were also that I have marked here on my list. Other media, uh, Ray Sloan, Admiral Ray Sloan, Mm. who appears, uh, she sort of pops up a couple of times. She's in uh, the video game Battle, she's in Battlefront 2. She's in... um, I can't remember the name of it now. It's the book where Kanan, it's the, tells the story of how Kanan and Hera meet. Uh, it's upstairs and I can't remember what it's called. I've got a copy of it, but she's, that's the first time she appears. And then she shows up again in battlefront two. And she's in, um, she's actually in the Kanan. Uh, there's a comic book that tells sort of the backstory of Kanan and she's in that. And I, her name came up in something else recently where Ray Sloan popped up. And I went, oh, this character is everywhere. So she was one that I'd like to see in live action. And then there's another really, really obscure character who's from Battlefront 2. And he's also in one of the novels, Shriv Surgov, Surgev, who's a similar species to Cad Bane okay. from the planet Doros. And he's... he's um. In Battlefront 2, he's sent off on a on a mission with uh, Nyan Numb, and he's this very sort of dry-humored character, very cynical. Oh, and I think he teams up with Lando at one point, too, and, and is sort of very very the opposite of Lando, where Lando's easy and breezy, and everything's going to be fine, and yeah, we'll just do this. And, hey, and no problem. And, and, and Shriv is like, no, I'm not having this. This is... Why, why aren't you worried about this? You should be worried about this. So he was also on my list as a possible. Uh, in terms of characters from other media that I'd like to see brought more into Star Wars. And see, yes. that's just about everybody on my list except for one. We've talked about every. But Sid's really not on your list? Sid was not on my list. I, I've, I have, I don't know, I have this weird relationship because I don't know if I could trust that character still. <laughs> I think you can. I don't I know, thought, I, to me, there, I always, you, there seems to be... I thought, I, don't you'd know see, I thought you'd want to have Sid just for the excuse to give Rhea Perlman work. Uh, I am I am fine with that. Yeah. I, I, I love get, you know, to give and Rhea then, Perlman and work. And then let's, let's call it what we really want here. What we really want here is we want Tobias Beckett to show up in Sid's bar. Yeah. And that yeah. can happen in Bad Batch. I'm okay with that. Either what live action would be better, but Tobias Beckett in Sid's bar... So that we can have a so that we can have a mini Cheers reunion in Star Wars. I'm good with that. There we go. I'm good with that. Let's don't see. I know you from somewhere? Don't I know? Hey, hey, Seed. Um, and then we get and then you have and then you just have the two guys the uh, who are always hanging out in Sid's bar. Oh, just yeah. have them sort of sitting on the corner of the bar, making yes. stupid comments. <laughs> we don't. We you don't know, even, there's. 
you don't really need John Ratzenberger and George Wendt. As long as you've got two guys sitting at the end of the bar making lousy comments and then and then Beckett and Sid, let's close let's cheers for me. That's Star Wars uh, Star Wars cheers. The 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 uh, one hammerhead offer, um, orders a fuzzy tauntaun and the other one starts reciting uh, some sort of random facts. Random trivia. Yep. Talking about his talking about life with living with his mother. Uh, that would be beautiful. So the only character, let's just lightning round. Everybody who's everybody, just sort of a lightning round, lightning round here. What every what's what's the rest of everybody? What's the rest of your backup list, Em? What's the rest of your backup list? Um, all of Bad Batch. Yeah. Uh, Aura Singh, and then jumping to Lego, I want Roger from Freemaker Adventures <laughs> because he's a funny character. <laughs> no doubt. I was not. That's expecting- the other one we missed. We missed Freemakers. Oh. Five, five, five series. I wasn't expecting that. I, I love Roger from. There you go. There you go. He's a hilarious character name. The other one I thought was going to be on Matt's list. I, I I wrote this down. I had three things written at the top of my page here. I wrote Sid Hondo. I knew you were going to say. And the other thing I thought you were going to. And you said you were. You, oh, I'm going to throw you. I thought you were going to say uh, some random character from Droids or Ewoks. I thought you were going to pull something completely oh. random. No, that was me. I didn't go that far. I, no, I, I wasn't expecting with... that to come from Emily, who went a completely <laughs> different direction. What's the rest of your list? Not. I don't forget about We've it. covered pretty much my list. Oh, wow. The my, only list other... was, my initial list was Hondo, Cop, uh, Chopper, and Thrawn, and you threw Thrawn right at the beginning. So then my, my backup was Omega Hunter and Rex. Okay. Oh, wow. Ours, ours were very similar. Our lists were very similar. I had Omega Hondo. Uh, had, I had... I can't talk. I had our lists were very similar. I had Omega, Hondo, and Rex. Yeah. Rex, Hondo, Onaka, Barasafi, Martez. Er, I added Martez. Yeah. Asajj Ventress, Chopper slash Hera, Bad Batch, Rogers from Freemaker Adventures, and, and Oris Singh. Yeah. Oh, so we didn't. Because I, I like one. This I went one, on to. I wanted to add Crosshair, Ventress, the Night Sisters, and Mara Jade. So actually, nobody ended up using their top three. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, Everyone, all, no, everyone's top three got used in one way or another. Yeah, uh, well, this, this is why we went to like every. I said to Emily, go to five because I we're gonna we're gonna rip characters off your list like nobody's business. And I'm glad I did. My full list, my full list was Rex, Hondo, Omega, Hera, Zeb. Really, any of the any of the Rebels characters. Hera, Zeb, uh, the Martez sisters, Ketsu, and then I have a note here that says loose ends. I want to fin- I want him to finish off Barrasoffi's story. I want him to tell Cad Bane's story a little bit better. And I want that missing chunk from Darth Maul's story. And then I also have other media. It says Ray Sloan and Shriv Sergev. That's my entire list. Oh, and then the only character we didn't really touch on, uh, Ketsu Onye, who's a character right. from Rebels. I forgot about Ketsu. She's a, she's a friend of Sabine's, and she's kind of a fun character. Yeah. And I think one of those characters you could easily toss into either the Mandalorian or Ahsoka and mm-hmm. have a lot of fun with her. Because she's, again, she's a bounty hunter who kind of joins the Rebels, but kind of, this Does, isn't my scene. Right. You know, and, and, and Hondo by the end of Rebels kind of also turns that way where he's like, well, I'm always up for myself. And then he, he really does help them at the end of Rebels. But it's Hondo, you know, as soon as the job is done and he's gotten his money, he's going to go back to being Hondo. Hondo. And and as you get more into the Empire years, Hondo's going to look out for the, you know, what's going to hurt the Empire more than, but he's still always going to be Hondo. And the idea of a character who's, 
you know, what what happens when you've gone sort of legit? But now it's it, it, it sort of I've, both with Hondo and Ketsu, the idea uh, sort of a, that, that Captain Ahab idea of I've spent all my life searching for the whale. Now the whale is dead. What do I do? You spend all your life being miserable and lousy, and then you suddenly turn good. What happens when there's nobody to when there's no rebellion there anymore? Do you go back to how does how does Hondo survive bad post guys. post Empire? Yeah, right. Bad guys. There you um, go. How does Hondo survive after the Empire? What's he what's he doing? Is he still doing illegal things? Is he actually legitimate? How true does he stay to the rebellion? You know. And I That's think you can kind of go there with Ketsu too. Although Ketsu is a little bit more, she's got a little bit more honor to her than than Hondo Onaka. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. And thoughts. Yeah. You know, I will. I will like to put Darth Maul on there, but he says he has appeared on both ends. That's why I didn't do. But I. I want to see more of where they went with him story Maul, Maul yeah. kind of falls into this gray area you know we said like chopper can be on the list and barris can be on the list i would actually put cad bane on as, as a possibility because what they did with him live action was just so poorly done uh and maul is just kind of in that gray area where yeah we've seen him live action but his story really hasn't been told in live action no and, and you, he, we got some of the animated but oh, there's one, still and then, uh, I, you know, I could have said the entire ca- entire crew of the Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but so I, I tried to to narrow it down. I thought some of the Ghost ones were a little, little obvious. You know, and there's, I've as, heard I've heard a rumor we might see Hera. I've heard a couple different rumors that we might see Hera. I want to see I've, Hera. I've heard that too. Yeah. And I want to see Sabine blow something up. Well, yeah, Sabine's. Uh, so that leads us to. I got two more things on my on my page of notes here that I want to discuss. Uh, and I guess that kind of leads to the fact that we want to see Sabine blow stuff up. Yeah. There have of been spray paint and blow things up. Yep. Ahsoka, who we've seen, there are five upcoming characters. We're pretty certain are going to be there. Uh, are going to be in live action. We've got Sabine Wren. The Grand Inquisitor, the Fifth Brother, uh, Ezra Bridger, and Thrawn. Which one are you guys the most excited for? I already know Emily's answer, but people who are listening don't. Oh, uh, Sabine. <laughs> it's it's a radio show. You can say more. It's a podcast. We're trying to fill time. You can say more than you want to answer. <laughs> it's it's a discussion. Remember, your father's not happy if we don't hit that two and a half hour mark. I've got a I've got a reputation for uh, well actually I've lost I don't lo- I no longer hold the record for the longest running episode of Disney Marvels do I it's I've been beaten I think so yeah yeah I forget who but yes I, and then literally I think like it was it was I think it's like just after we did the Muppets the top five Muppets I think you you had like some five hour marathon episode that was the following week oh that I think wasn't that the was that the one that I had Steve from Gideon's Bakehouse I think so where you know it's a show about cookies and everything else <laughs> in the world I thought um, it cemented my legacy and then a week later you blew it out of the water okay but, so Sabine I, so getting back to the subject I finished, Sabine I finished my sculpture fine so, um I've been fiddling with things. stuff on the <laughs> um 
This oh. makes for great radio. <laughs> if they could only see us. Which character are you the most excited to see? I mean, that, the, all right, moving along. <laughs> and now for something completely different. I just want something on topic. <laughs> Why should we start now? I'm the only one who did my homework for this week. I did my homework. This makes people don't care. People I got my list. Didn't say I had list. to talk. It was kind of important. <laughs> I said we're recording the podcast. <laughs> I talked last week. Okay, good. Emily's out of stuff to talk about. Matt, who's the, who, which are you most excited about, and Uh-oh. why? <laughs> you didn't say and why. It was I, I, why. I would say Ezra. Um, I, I'm curious to see where we go with that, but knowing that I, I haven't finished up Rebels yet, so there's a lot of that character I don't know, but I, I definitely still have to stick with Thrawn because that's a character that I've been wanting to see live action for... 30 years. Yeah, 20 yeah. plus 30 years? 30 years. 30 years. Um, So that's a, that's a character that I've been wanting to see for a very, very long time. And I almost thought we were going to get him in Rogue One. And then, nope, they went the other direction. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that is a character I, I definitely want to see brought into the new Chronicle universe. And just, he is, he's got so much. I think a lot of people are excited to see him. I think yeah. a lot of people are. And, and I know that they've worked, I don't know about necessarily Ahsoka, but I know that when they were doing Rebels, um, they worked very closely with Timothy, Timothy Zahn, and they made sure that they wanted Zahn's approval on everything they did with with Thrawn. I had the opportunity to meet Timothy Zahn at a, at a comic convention a few years ago and uh, talked to him a little bit, and I said, what was it, you know, because uh, he had written uh, a book, which was the... It's sort of a prequel series for Thrawn. It's it's sort of Thrawn first coming to the Empire and and his his coming up through the ranks of the Empire. It's a fantastic book. The first one is wonderful. Um, it's sort of like evil Sherlock Holmes in space. Um, uh, but I asked him. I said, you know, when you were writing this, did you have to did you have to go back and revise at all because of what they had done with him in Rebels? And he said, no, no. They were so detail-oriented in terms of their approach to... They were so careful with their approach to adding him into Rebels that they barely had to tweak... He barely had to tweak the character at all. He said the one thing they got to do in Rebels that he didn't get to do was the physicality of the character. The idea that... um, There's one of the episodes where you you see Thrawn um, uh, sort of training. He's physically training, and he's, he's... and and what a, a physical fighter he is and how capable he is. And he's like, he's like, it's just something that didn't translate well on paper when he was writing. Mm-hmm. So he never really got to do it. So to be able to do that in, in animation was really, he said a highlight for him. Um, but he's, he's, you know, they've worked, like I said, they've worked with the uh, Timothy's on very carefully on that character to, to make sure it stays True, and I, I don't know how involved, if they've had him involved in Ahsoka at all, but I would imagine, I imagine Timothy's on seen a couple of script pages, at least. I wouldn't be surprised, considering it's the same, some of the same brain trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thrilled that uh, this has not been announced officially, but supposedly it's going to be Lars Mikkelsen is going to do the character in, in live action. Uh, who, uh, Lars Mikkelsen, who played him in 
the animated series is going to continue playing him uh, uh, in in live action as well. That'd be nice. That that would that'd be very nice. I mean, that like I said, that's a character. He's just so brilliant, um, and he, he just, such a powerful and smart character, and wonderfully creepy. Yeah, I mean, just wonderfully terrifying. He's a terrific villain. Yeah, he, I. He's not like the it's a lot of these other Empire um, admirals and stuff that are just kind of goofy. Yeah. Just kind of there. Um, and then they, they screw he's, up and do something. I mean, he's, he's methodical capable. and manipulating. He's and he's methodical as opposed to, you know, somebody like Callus, who's a, well, not necessarily Callus. All of the, most of the Star Wars villains have this sort of bravado to them, you know. I am I am the Empire. The Empire is mighty. And Thrawn is sort of soft-spoken and he's quiet. And it's it's almost that sort of it's almost kind of a Christopher Lee kind of a character, a classic Christopher Lee yeah. kind of or or Basil Rathbone. He's he's in that league of or or Vincent Price, you know, that sort of league of of wonderfully terrifying because it's just this mind that's going and you know it's going and he's he's thinking and he's absorbing everything yeah you throughout, expect I, me to talk no i expect you to die i expect i expect you know you don't have to talk i've already heard everything that i need you yep. know and uh to answer my own question actually you, you which both of you guys already did uh mm-hmm. sabine and thrawn are the two that i'm most looking mm-hmm. forward to Sabine is in my top five of favorite Star Wars characters. I just love her. Uh, she, she's just such a fun character. Who's I like the idea of like the artist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. something you see a lot of in Star Wars. Um, All right, you want my reasoning on why I want to see Sabine? Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right, I've been sitting here thinking. Um, I'm not listening to two old men talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's she never true. she never listens to one of them, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That's true. Especially when you say clean your room. Clean your room. <laughs> what? Um, no. Uh, Sabine. Yeah. Uh, for one, she's in my top five favorites. Yeah. Um, and other than the fact that it's really pretty when she blows things up, she's a fun, uh, not quite quirky, but just fun aunt of the group. She's... She's one of those characters who's kind of different from other Star yeah. Wars characters. There's no real cookie cutter for her. Like, there are some Star Wars characters I can watch and I can go, oh, well, they're basically, this is basically just this show's version of Han. Yeah. Or this is this show's version of Luke. Mm-hmm. Or this is this show's answer to this character. Yeah. You know, they, they oh, this is this, this is a surrogate Obi-Wan. This is a surrogate. This is a fill-in character for Princess Leia. Those those sort of archetypes, and and Sabine, Sabine kind of like doesn't that. have that. There yeah. is no other character. She's just like that fun aunt or older sister. Yeah, there's there isn't a character in Star Wars that I could really compare Sabine to. Other, I mean, like Ketsu is as close yeah. as you get, who's established as a friend of Sabine's. Yeah, you know, she, she's just different. In that regards, she reminds so, yeah, me of I, a character from um, <clears throat> a very different, a d- different sci-fi series, Doctor Who. There's a character by the name of Ace. Yeah, um, appeared in the late '80s. However, the original show was um, towards its end, played by uh, brilliantly by Sophia Aldridge. Um, Sophia Aldridge. She um, it's kind of like loves to blow things up, but there's this 
brilliant side to her that is kind of hidden. So it's it's not just the destructive, but there's a creative side too. So you kind of have the yeah. yin and the yang to the character. So. so those are the top 20 characters that we want to see in live action. Yes. We know yes. we said top three. We know we said top three, but we also knew that that was a lie going into it. We burned through those pretty quickly. Um, I just want to mention, since this is upcoming, this is the last thing on my notes. Okay, uh, mention it, and then I th- we'll have to be wrapping up. Yeah, go ahead. Well, right, was doing good, because this will be quick, cause this, which is a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about. You know, we talked about a lot of things in terms of what we know so far, but Star Wars Celebration is coming up at the end of the month. Um, They've got a couple panels that are related to the animation, and we're going to hear some things. The first day they've got the uh, Star Wars showcase, they're going to be talking about basically everything. They're going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi and or and Mando, uh, So and and showing, I imagine, trailers from all of those. It's actually the weekend that Obi-Wan Kenobi premieres. Yep. Um, So that's, I think Obi-Wan's going to be I think Obi-Wan's going to be the main topic of conversation for that entire weekend. Um, what a coincidence. Imagine that. Branding! Hey, uh, Ewan McGregor will actually make his first appearance at Celebration. Oh, is he? Oh, wow. Yes. That must be uh, that must be new information. I did not yes. know that. Yeah, that just came out last week. I imagine we're going to see a trailer for Andor. We we'll, might see a trailer for Mando Season 3, but I imagine a trailer for Andor and, and, a, and probably a release date for Andor is probably coming up. Uh, they're doing a, an actual panel on Mando the following day with Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So I think we'll get some, we'll definitely see a trailer for Mando. If we're going to see a trailer for Mando, it'll be there. Um, they're going to go behind the scenes of Mando and Boba Fett to talk about more live action stuff. Um, but the, the animated stuff that's coming up, they do have three things devoted to the animation. There's a new animated series of shorts coming to Disney plus that they've announced called tales of the Jedi. Uh, which I think is going to be kind of like somewhat similar to the, what's the one with mask? What's the shorts with mask Oh, 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 uh, forces of destiny. Destiny. I think it's going to be that, that, but more with more Jedi in it. I think, um, they've got a panel for bad batch. They're going to be doing on the final day on Sunday. And I think we'll almost definitely see a release here, a release date for that. As well as see some kind of a sizzle reel for season two or trailer. Yeah, because that season two. season two got pushed back a little bit. Yeah, and, and then, then and then finally they're going to be showing the the siege of Mandalore, which is the closing arc of uh, of, of Clone Wars. Wars, right? Yeah, and uh, Dave Filoni is going to be on hand to talk about that. So I imagine that that's also going to be an opportunity for them to. I think they think they're showing Siege of Mandalore, but I think it's going to be an excuse to talk about Ahsoka. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. They aren't going anywhere. So, yeah. and that's just a couple of the, the things coming up on Star Wars Celebration. So keep your eyes open, ears open. They usually, li- uh, at least a couple of years ago, they were live streaming these. Uh, these I things. believe some of them are, there are. And again, Dan Zare is going to be one of the, the hosts. Yep. Um, who's there, and he's going to be covering a lot on Coffee with Kenobi. So make sure to check out our friends over there. Uh, also, they announced Vision Season 2. So I won't be surprised if they they bring that in at some point. Yeah, I think there might be a Visions panel as well. I don't remember. Which none of us brought up any of the characters from Visions because they just don't. Uh, I don't think I don't think Visions would. It's, it it's, wouldn't fit in right because it's its own telling. It's yeah. Not, it's a retelling of Star Wars in a different art style, in an anime art style. 
Yep. I haven't seen it. I've watched a good chunk of it. Some I like better than others. Yeah, but I wouldn't count any of those characters as yeah. legacy characters or canon characters. So. So those are our top 18. Those are our top 18 three Star Wars animated char- animated Star Wars characters we'd like to see in live action. Yeah, indeed. Well, both of you, thank you, Emily. Thank you, Matt, for both coming back on. Thank you. It was thank a pleasure you, being here. Oh, always, always a pleasure. Always fun. And uh, we will definitely be talking very soon. Thank you. Happy uh, May the Fourth be with you. May the Fourth be with you and. Uh, Happy celebrating. Thank you. You're welcome. again to Emily and Matt Leonard for joining us this week. As always, love to have them on the show. Love to hear what they say. Makes always for great conversations. We want to know though your your characters that you want to see make that transition from animated to live action. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvels Podcast. On Instagram at Disney Marvels Podcast. TikTok at Disney Marvels Podcast and on the Twitter at Disney Marvels. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can catch up the audio version of the podcast on there, as well as some other videos that we post every so often. You can get yourself heard on the show as well by leaving us a voice message through the Anchor app or Anchor.fm website, or record a message electronically on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and email it to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com You can also email any questions you have or suggestions to that email address as well DisneyMarvels at gmail.com Don't forget to check out the Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvelsBlogspot.com Links to all these are in the show notes I want to thank you for your time I know how little time we all have and knowing that we got to spend some of that time together means a lot to, to all of us over at the Disney Marvels family. I cannot thank you enough, but I can, could, please ask you to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and a review on there. Help others to find out the sh- about the show. They do their parts and keep us going. Or also, tell your Disney friends all about it by posting a link on your social network this way they can also listen to the Disney Marvels podcast as well the more people we have in our Disney family the better hope believed in a big Disney family and so do I don't forget to subscribe to the show as we are always posting out new episodes just in case if it gets delayed like sometimes it does while you're at it consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out movies are coming back get those movie reviews you can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support or find our Patreon page. You can also check out the merchandise shop where you get yourself some fun Disney Marvel stuff, shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, cups, you name it. Walter T. 
public. It's good wearing stuff. I have a few items myself. Wear them all the time. They hold up. Cutters haven't fade. It's good quality stuff. You can find a link to all these in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever darkness seems to be surrounding you, no matter how impossible things may seem, don't give up. Look deep within yourself, and you will find a light that will guide you to where you need to be. Be your own hero. Never give up. Never give in. Let the light shine for all to see. Don't be afraid to ask for the help that you need, because there are people out there who care deeply about you, and they are willing to do whatever it takes to help you out. Whether you believe it or not, they are there for you. Now I'd like to end this week's show with two quotes. First one, from the Clone Wars. Never give up how dark it is. That is so true. And the second, from Walt Disney himself. The youngsters of today, I say, believe in the future. The world is getting better. There is still plenty of opportunity. Why would you believe it? When I was a kid, I thought it was already too late for me to make good of anything. That's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time. And may the Force be with you.